welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Monday, the 5th of June, and the 16th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha is called Beha'alotcha, which means when you set up. And today, we're going to start in Numbers, that's Bamidbar in Hebrew, chapter 8, verses 15 through 26. Before we begin reading, let's take a minute first, as we do in every episode, and bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. After that, the Levites shall go in to do the service of the tent of meeting. You shall cleanse them and offer them as a contribution. For they are wholly given to me from among the sons of Israel, instead of all who open the womb, even the firstborn of all the sons of Israel. I have taken them to me. Every firstborn among the sons of Israel is mine, both man and animal. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I have sanctified them for myself. I have taken the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the sons of Israel. I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and to his sons from among the sons of Israel to do the service of the sons of Israel in the tent of meeting and to make atonement for the sons of Israel so that there will be no plague among the sons of Israel when the sons of Israel come near to the sanctuary. So Moshe, Aaron, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel did so to the Levites. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe concerning the Levites, so the sons of Israel did to them. The Levites purified themselves from sin, and they washed their clothes, and Aaron offered them, for a contribution before the Lord, and Aaron made atonement for them to cleanse them. After that, the Levites went in to do their service in the tent of meeting before Aaron and before his sons, as the Lord had commanded Moshe concerning the Levites. So they did to them. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, This is what is assigned to the Levites. From twenty-five years old and upward, they shall go in to wait on the service in the work of the tent of meeting. And from the age of fifty years, they shall retire from doing the work, and they shall serve no more, but shall assist their brothers in the tent of meeting to perform the duty, and shall perform no service. This is you shall, how you shall have the Levites to do their duties." That was Bamidbar, or Numbers, 
8, 15 through 26. Our portion today from the prophets is Yehemiahu, that's Jeremiah, 26. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Judah, this word came from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord says, Stand in the court of the house of the Lord, and speak to all the cities of Judah, which come to worship in the house of the Lord, all the words that I command you to speak to them. Do not omit a word. It may be, if they will listen, and every man turn from his evil way, that I may relent from the evil which I intend to do to them because of the evil of their doings. And you shall tell them, This is what the Lord says, If you will not listen to me, to walk in my Torah, which I have set before you, to listen to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I send to you, even rising up early and sending them, but you have not listened, then I will make this house like Shiloh, and I will make this city a curse to all the nations of the earth. So the Kohanim and the prophets and all the people heard Yeremiah speaking these words in the house of the Lord. Now it came to pass, when Yeremiah had finished speaking all that the Lord had commanded him to speak to all the people, that the Kohanim and the prophets and all the people seized him, saying, You shall surely die. Why have you prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house will be like Shiloh, and this city will be desolate without inhabitant? And all the people were gathered around Yirmiyahu in the house of the Lord. When the princes of Yehudah heard these things, then they came up from the king's house to the house of the Lord, and they sat in the entry of the new gate of the house of the Lord. And the Kohanim and the prophets spoke to the princes and to all the people, saying, This man is worthy of death, for he has prophesied against this city, as you have heard with your ears. Then Yeremiah spoke to all the princes and to all the people, saying, the Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the words that you have heard. Now therefore amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent from the evil that he has pronounced against you. But as for me, behold, I am in your hands. Do with me what is good and right in your eyes. Only know for certain that if you put me to death, you will bring innocent blood on yourselves, on this city, and on its inhabitants. For in truth the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your ears. Then the princes and all the people said to the Kohanim and to the prophets, This man is not worthy of death, for he has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Then certain of the elders of the land rose up and spoke to all the assembly of the people, saying, Micah the Morashtite prophesied in the days of Chizkiahu king of Yehudah, and he spoke to all the people of Yehudah, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts says, 
Zion will be plowed as a field, and Yerushalayim will become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of a forest. Did Chizkiyahu king of Yehudah, and all Yehudah put him to death? Did he not fear the Lord, and entreat the favor of the Lord? And the Lord relented of the disaster which he had pronounced against them. We would commit great evil against our own souls that way. And there was also a man who prophesied in the name of the Lord, Uriah, the son of Shemaiah of Kiryat Yarim. And he prophesied against this city and against this land, according to all the words of Yirmiyahu. And we, when Jehoiakim the king, with all his mighty men and all the princes, heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But when Uriah heard it, he was afraid and fled and went into Egypt. Then Jehoiakim and the king sent men into Egypt, Elnatan the son of Achbo, and certain men with him into Egypt, and brought him to Jehoiakim the king, and killed him with the sword, and cast his dead body into the graves of the common people. But the hand of Achikam the son of Shaphan was with Yirmiyahu, so that they did not give him into the hand of the people to put him to death. That was Jeremiah 26. And now today's portion from the writings is Daniel, or Daniel, chapter 3. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, whose height was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babel. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sent to gather together the local governors, the deputies, and the governors, and the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces, to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the local governors, the deputies, and the governors, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together to the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, and they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, peoples, nations, and languages, that whenever you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the middle of a burning, fiery furnace that same hour. Therefore, at that time, when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, nations, and tongues fell down and worshipped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Therefore, at that time, certain Kasdim came near and accused the Jews. They answered and said to Nebuchadnezzar the king, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree 
that every man that hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the middle of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego. These men, O king, have not respected you. They do not serve your gods and do not worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego be brought. Then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered them, Is it on purpose, Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego, that you do not serve my God nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready, whenever you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, to fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast the same hour into the middle of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it happens, our God in whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the form of his appearance was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego. Therefore he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their pants, their tunics, and their mantles, and their other clothes, and were cast into the middle of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Avednego, fell down, bound, into the middle of the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose up in haste. He spoke and said to his counselors, Did we not cast three men into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to him, True, O king. He answered and said, Look, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are unharmed. The appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace. He spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire. The local governors, the deputies, 
the governors, the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men, that the fire had no power on their bodies. The hair on their head was not singed, their pants were not changed, and the smell of fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him and have changed the king's word and have yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and tongue, which speak anything evil against the God of Shadach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God who is able to deliver like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to the, in the province of Babel. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all the peoples, nations, and tongues that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has worked toward me. How great are his signs, and how mighty are his wonders! His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation to generation. That was Daniel chapter 3. Our last portion today is going to be from the Apostles, and it is 1 Corinthians 9. Am I not free? Am I not an emissary? Have I not seen Yeshua, the Messiah, our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If to others I am not an emissary, yet at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my office of emissary in the Lord. My defense to those who examine me is this. Have we no right to eat and to drink? Have we no right to take along a wife who is a believer, even as the rest of the emissaries and the brothers of the Lord and Kepha? Or have only Barnava and I no right not to work? What soldier ever serves at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit? Or who feeds a flock and does not drink from the flock's milk? Do I speak these things according to the ways of men? Or does not the Torah also say the same thing? For it is written in the Torah of Moshe, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. Is it for the oxen that the Lord cares? Or does he say it assuredly for our sake? Yes, it was written for our sake. Because he who plows ought to plow in hope, and he who threshes in hope should partake of his hope. If we sowed to you spiritual things, it is a great thing. Is it a great thing if we reap your fleshly things? If others partake of this right over you, do we not more? Nevertheless, we did not use this right, but we bear all things that we may cause no hindrance to the good news of Messiah. 
Do you not know that those who serve around sacred things eat from the things of the temple, and those who wait on the altar have their portion with the altar? Even so the Lord ordained that those who proclaim the good news should live from the good news. But I have used none of these things, and I do not write these things, that it may be done so in my case, for I would rather die than that anyone should make my boasting void. For if I proclaim the good news, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid on me, but woe is to me if I do not proclaim the good news. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward, but if not of my own will, I have a stewardship entrusted to me. What then is my reward? That when I proclaim the good news, I may present the good news of Messiah without charge, so as not to abuse my authority in the good news. For though I was free from all, I brought myself under bondage to all, that I might gain the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain Jews, to those who are under the Torah as under the Torah, that I might gain those who are under the Torah. To those who are without Torah, as without Torah, not being without Torah toward God, but under Torah toward Messiah, that I might win those who are without Torah. To the weak I became as weak, that I might gain the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I may by all means save some. Now I do this for the sake of the good news, that I may be a joint partaker of it. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run? But one receives the prize. Run like that, that you may win. Every man who strives in the games exercises self-control in all things. Now they do it to receive a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible Therefore I run like that, not aimlessly. I fight like that, not beating the air. But I beat my body and bring it into submission, lest by any means, after I have preached to others, I myself should be rejected. That was 1 Corinthians 9, and it concludes our readings for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading... Mark ten thirty two through 52 today also. Thank you for following along with us as we read through the Bible this year. I pray it's a blessing to your life. Um, many of you ask from time to time which translation we are reading from. We are reading from the New Jerusalem Version, the NJV. It is from a Dutch publishing called Hineni Publishers in Holland. And um, we're very thankful that they give our readers or our listeners rather a discount code if you are interested in getting one of their Bibles. Um, the text of their Bible, their translation is not available online, but you can order the Bible through njv.com, I believe. 
but if you Google New Jerusalem Version by Hineni, you'll find it. And the discount code is DBM10. Um, it does not, we don't get any profit from any purchases that are made, but we're thankful that um, you can get a discount. So, yeah. It's the New Jerusalem version. Oh, don't mix it up with the New Jerusalem Bible. That's something else. All right. Well, that's it for today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel, from the mountains of Judea. Until next time. Thank you.